Welcome to um, well, the first ever episode of the Moments of Macca podcast. Um, before we actually get into into the podcast, um, just obviously a little introduction to into what you expect. Um, obviously, even myself sitting down with um, current footballers, ex-professional footballers, journalists, reporters, everyone associated within the football industry, really. Um, obviously, talking all things football, so. Yeah, I, I hope you you like the podcast and like I said, just like, subscribe, share, share to your friends, share to anyone who likes football. Really, it's uh, it's gonna be a good little podcast. Um, and to kick us off, we've got um, former Swansea City, Newport County, and currently a Merthyr Town legend, Kerry Morgan. Um, within the podcast, we'd you know we get into detail about his Swansea City career and. How he actually joined the club just just at the age of eight, um, his relationship with Alan Curtis and playing with like Lee Trundle, Andy Robertson, Alan Tate, Liam Britton, and much more really. So, it is a, is a really good podcast. To be fair, and like I said, I hope you you hope you enjoy the first episode, and I hope you subscribe and and continue to follow the podcast throughout this journey. So, without further ado, um, this is episode one. With Kerry Morgan. Morgan, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Um, just uh, just had an knee operation. Um, obviously sustained an ass injury last season. How was everything going? How's the, how's the recovery going? Um, yeah, good. It's a month in now. Um, on the on the bike, I'm starting to move a bit. Obviously, can't run yet, but uh, yeah, rehab's going well. Just just got to, you know, still still a bit sore, swollen up and that, but yeah, on the road, on the road to recovery and. Hopefully it won't be too long and hopefully no niggles on the way. It was frustrating a bit for you last year and against picked up injury so so early in the season. It must have been frustrating to watch the boys from the side. Yeah, it is. No no matter who you watch, whether it's local football, you know, you always wanna you always wanna play, but the frustrating part for me was that I I was playing and, and in the team regular and I thought, you know, I don't wanna I thought I could shake it off actually. Uh, when the scans come back, said it was cruciate. I uh, obviously couldn't play any any further part. But yeah, it's always frustrating, uh, especially the home games when you're coming down. But um, yeah, it's one of them. First proper injury I've had really, the age of thirty two. So I can't can't complain. It, it wasn't a bad season last year. It was many ups and downs. Like it reminded me of Liverpool. Really, you know, we we beat the side the top. We had a good win against um, Taunton. Good point away at pool, but then we'd we drop points against more of the lesser teams like so Walking yeah. Casual, the Blackfield and Langley. Well Gav always says to us, you got no problems with us against the top teams because I think the better teams in the league come here and think they they can play what suits us. Um to the football we play on the on the pitch. But uh away from home, yeah, is the the lower teams again when we're away from home against the top teams we we know we're gonna we'll go out and play our way. But when it comes against the 
the big tall physical we just lump it forward we we seem to struggle but and i think it's something that we can work on then we will you know, hopefully won't be too far away but uh you know man just coming on to gav he tells us every game oh you're the best team we've played you're the best team we've played yet we're dropping points but yeah something to work on and and hopefully put it right this year like i said about the sort of the budget and people coming to gavs off of the game just it's quite remarkable, really. They say, "Ah, oh, your your budget must be through the roof." Like where you compare it to other teams, and it's it's just terrible, really. Yeah, it's down. It's down there with, you know. Unfortunately, we haven't got that money. Man, won't come in and pump money, but it's down there with the lowest, one of the lowest in the league. Like, and people think, you know, when they come to this place, oh, look at it. They must have money. Even it's not always the case, but um, yeah, we we it's one of them. It is what it is. You got got to deal with it. You know, we can't just. It's hard, you know, Gav's job is, I bet, is just crazy trying to get players in. I think everyone wants to come or would would, would be interested in coming when they see the players, but then when they when you ask to tell them the money, it's not always, you know, they, they take, a, take a second thought to do. So. It's just been a tough month, uh, well, not a tough month, a tough couple of months for the club, obviously off the field this season, lost some, some big players, but for yourself, obviously you're injured, you can't really talk much about getting back on the field yet but does it does it excite you when you see the new players coming in a bit of a transformation really over the summer yeah that, that's what happens every summer you know um, you, you lose players you bring new ones in obviously you try and progress the team and improve the team every year um, we we have lost massive players though um, the area we we live in as well you know we, it's, hard, it's hard to uh, attract the players Um but like I said, it's it's one of them. It happens every year. It happens every year. It's exciting. I was, you know, we've lost, we've lost a twenty-five goal, a season man. We've lost we've lost our captain, you know. We lost our centre half. Has been yeah, maybe ten years. And you no, know, it will be hard to replace. But as a club, as a team, we just got to move on. And and unfortunately, that's how it is. Like I said, it's quite exciting having new players coming in. But you must be. It must be hard just to stay motivated, know you've lost, you know that that type of quality players. Yeah, it, it was a, it, it was not only that, it was a good change in room as well. You know, good around the place, um, loved and and loved the club. You know, they, you know, financially they had to move on, and I don't think any, you you can ask any of them. They don't think they wanted to leave the club, but you know, they they, they got mortgages, they got families themselves, and you know things had to go on, and I, you you can't blame them for going on. But the new boys have come in. It's a chance now to, you know, the fans would always back you and. Going straight into your pre- professional football career, um, joined Swansea City in eight. Um, how did that sort of come about so early? Um, a bit lucky actually. Um, I was playing for Pendaran, um, on the bond and. We weren't playing many games. It was just training on a Sunday, and we weren't playing many games and. Joey Klein, who was manager Triaris, phoned, I think it was Colin Reddy, I think it was, for um, for two players to go down to help him in the tournament of the following week. So me and Daniel Jones went down his tournament in Astrid Manach, I think. Um, so we played for Triaris. Um, we won the tournament. I scored a few goals in the tournament and there was a scout there who picked up uh, me and Marty Harris. So if... Colin Reddy didn't have that call, or if Colin Reddy didn't agree to going down to Harris, you know, he could have said no, we haven't, but uh, thankfully he said yes, we have, and he went from there. So 
after the tournament, um, obviously you don't get picked, you don't get things straight away. Joey was playing against my father on Mountain F against Courthouse and again we weren't playing games with Pendaran. So I went over to him and asked him, is there any games coming up? Um, and he said, oh, I'll, get, I'll get back in contact with you, I'll let you know. Phone me up uh, uh, during the week, say, can you play Saturday? Um, and that scout was there again, so it just went, it just went from there. And uh, yeah, luckily we went over the Ronda first, me and Marty, to like the ADC, and then got on the academy. Then yeah, you must look back and think that yeah, no, if we didn't take oh that call didn't come about yeah, the calling, then maybe you wouldn't have had the career. Know, my, my father could be working or said I can't take you or or some you know it might be struggling. Anything is just the the luck you have really, and unfortunately, uh, thankfully it. It worked. It worked out tidy, and thanks to Joey and Colin for a for agreeing for us to go down. You had quite the successful couple of years at Swansea. You, know, you were the first first to sign a four year deal at the club at the age of twelve. Did you feel like that? Not everything was plain sailing. That's probably the wrong term to use, but everything was sort of falling into place. And I seen everything was sort of sort yeah, of up, really. Like you said, I, I was young. I was young going down there, and it was it was just one of them. But. You still training on a Tuesday, Thursday, say playing a Saturday. Um, I think it was more for them, not a not a bad way, but in a good way of look. If if another club do come in, then you you are contracted. I think a few of the boys then did sign the contracts after because it was you know we had a good squad down there, um, and you could see that at the age of twelve, thirteen, it was you know we had a good outfit. And I think it was for them just to. Say look, he's, he's our they're, they're our players, and if you want them, then you would have to have you would have to pay for them. So, um, but yeah, it was chuffed to bits. You know, you there till the age of sixteen, um, and yeah, lo- loved every minute of it. Was it? Did you find it hard to, to settle in with the Swansea? Because I suppose when you play for like Charles Pennar, and it's, it's no sort of pressure. But when you signed for a professional football club, so young, you the expectations are probably the worst part was higher. meeting the like going down at such a young age, meeting boys. You know, Started, started to talk to the boys. Started to get to mix with with a, with a group of players who have been there for a while, and that's where I found the artist. And I remember going down thinking, oh, he's, oh, I don't know if I go again. He's this, he's that, or whatever. And um, and they turned out to be my mates in football, you know, and known them, you know, twenty two years. Some of them now, like so. It's yeah, it, it, it was great. It was it was great, but it, you just take it like I said, training and, and, and matches just. Up as normal, as normal, and when once you get all that first hurdle love, and they they get to know you, perhaps you do well in the game, and they start talking to you more, and that 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 yeah, that was the biggest part for me. And you mentioned to me before, and to other people I know that the impact of Alan Curtis had on you as a player. Just tell me how much of an influence did he have on yourself? Yeah, he was he was the youth team manager at the time, going up through through the age groups, and um, he called three or four of us up. To play the FA Youth Cup game on the bench against Bournemouth, and obviously we we were three years below some of them because obviously we were different white years. Um, so to play on the bench and, and to start on the bench, you know, he had trust in me and and things like that. But he was just around the club, he legend, he swamp Mr. Swansea like and great guy and owe a lot to him. Did obviously he's been he's been a man just Swansea a couple of months and then a couple of years ago. Did you feel he had that in him at the time when you worked on him? Yeah, not not only that, he just had he would have the respect of the players anyway, respect of the fans. Um 
obviously knows the club inside out. And 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 that's the biggest thing. If if results weren't going well for him, I think he'd be darting away in the one game, which you know, thankfully he, that that obviously helped. But if results weren't going away, the the right direction for him, then the fans would pull him through. I think they'd give him that extra time. Or, um, but yeah, he's he's took over a few times, and it seems that if every manager left, Kurt would be the one to to take over for for a few weeks or 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 a month or so. Um, but the respect he had around the club was I've never seen nothing like it. He, he was brilliant. And you mentioned as well playing at the Vetch as well. How did that how did that compare to playing at Liberty and Um The obviously facility wise is is totally different but obviously it weren't a it weren't many uh, much crowd there at, at the FA Youth Cup game but even like watching down the Vetch it was it was something different than and the Liberty. I think if you go back to the Vetchers and Minion Park years and, and, and them old fashioned grounds now, he was intimidated from for not only away players but your the own players as well too. You're on that pitch crowd are close to atmosphere is bouncing and yeah, it's totally different now. It's obviously you have to you have to move on having the stadium for so long. But yeah, you move on and like the stadium now is just fantastic to Player, you know, when when that's when that's full and there's a good crowd there, it's a buzzing place to play. Yeah. And you made your debut with Swansea. Was it was against Reading? Like? Reading, yeah. I guess that night was a mixture of uh, nerves and excitement, really. Yeah, I remember the Monday night training. Um, Paulo Souza put us in the put the team out, and normally they they start and. Um, so my name was last to be called out to the eleven. And I just stood there. I was, I was just talking to one of the boys, and he like called my name again. He's like, "Come on!" And I was, it was like a shock, you know. Of, oh right, I might have a chance. Is there someone who's on a late fitness test, and I'm just filling in now? There's so many things going in. And then I had a phone call off the day of the game. It was a Tuesday night game. The day of the game, Colin Pascoe rang me on in the afternoon and said, "Look." Prepare you. You are playing. I didn't know whether to phone you or not. You know how you deal with it. But you, 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 you starting tonight. Didn't really hit me. Just to prepare as normal. And it was driving down. And I, I left Merthyr. I didn't have the radio on. Didn't have nothing on. Just silence going down. And before I know it, I was pulling up outside the ground. You know, everything just, just forget about everything. Um, still thought. You know, perhaps someone might be having a late fitness test. Um. Although Pask have told you you're playing, there still might be. I think it happened to Sean McDonald the week before that he prepared and he didn't play until. So when he pulled the sheet over then and changed rooms and your names on, it was like, right, no. It was now, you know, stomach was going, felt a bit sick. Um, I, th- I I think I did go to the toilet actually before the kickoff, just uh, thinking I was going to be sick. In the warm up, I was in the possession, just kept on giving the ball away, just. I don't know what then, when, when the whistle went, it just everything just blanked out. It, it, it was just it was as if you're just playing a normal game or you know, so that yeah, it was great. You know, something I'll always remember and um, yeah, who knows? Yeah. You mentioned obviously being nervous and go back for the toilet. Was that always something that you had throughout your career, not just a Swansea? Um, yeah, still have them now. Still, you know, still still want to go out there and perform to the best you can. You're still playing for the club, you know. You still got to, you know, play for that badge, like and whether it's 
Merthyr, whether it's local football, the, the club still means the same to the fans, whether it's Man United, Liverpool, Swansea, Card, anyone, you know, the, the fans here still still love the club so much that they, they want, you know, it's their life, some of them. You speak to some of the fans here and Merthyr Football Club is, is their life, so you want to go out each week and, and, and do well for the club for them more than anything, so, and especially living in the town as well, you know, it's, it's hard to get away from it. What was the match prep? Like it's one of you, loads of you, it's more professional these days than ever, but it must have been some sort of professionalism to wear when you when you wear a Swansea and Um At the other time, no, 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 not really. We didn't you know, the physio didn't give you uh programmes to do. Um didn't give you like a diet plan to do. It was it was down to you basically. Um and it was do you the prepare you would didn't meet up, you just meet up with the ground like you would you. Before game and yeah, it was it was just, it was the same at the time. Now obviously it's changed and they they got their own hotel rooms and they go up the night before and even the day. Just if they got a Tuesday night game, they might go up in the day, but still booking a hotel just to get your head down for a bit. But no, it's just it was the same for me really. Just preparing your own and what you think is is best for that for that game. Do you prefer the the more modern sort of preparation now, or do you, or do you prefer the the old school sort of thing? No, yeah, you know, back then it was like, do what, not do what you want, but it was down to you, really. Some I might prepare to prepare to someone different in the team. I, some people might like to go and have two hours kept or before you know in the afternoon. I, some people don't, you know, it, it reactive. And so I think it's within within reason and within the professional attitude. Then you got to you know, you don't have to do it yourself if you do it right then. Then you'll be fine. And obviously you share the changing room with some, some great Swansea players like sort of Andy Robinson, Lee Trundle, Alan Tate, the rest of them. Who was the biggest character Swansea at the time? Um, yeah, Trundle and Robinson was were the biggest and but not only I Leon Britton, Gary Monk, uh, Ashley Williams, Joe Allen, Neil Taylor. Do you know what I mean? It was it was a lot of good characters in it. Leon Nightcow and you know he was a he was a character and Rory Fallon, Steve Watt, Akin Fenwa, who's amazing. But yeah, them two they just bounced off each other really. They they were they were the ones. And at the vet, going back to the vet and they were playing. They were, you know, asking them for a photo, asking them for an autograph and then a few years later you you share the change rooms with them, like, you know. So I'd always it yeah, something you never forget, yeah. Did you have did you have any bad moments with them in terms of pranks or was it just Trying to stay out no, the way, really. No, no, yeah, stay out the Well, I say stay out the way. I. Soccer AM, I don't know if you've seen the video of Soccer AM where I kegged Trundle and I thought, how oh, was he going to take it? It was Chad Bond's fault. He was saying, go on, go on, do it. He was egging me on. I, I thought, how was he going to go down? But yeah, he took it well. He laughed. But yeah, that was only, only one, really. You see him doing stuff and our youth team as well, and so wouldn't see much of it. But with the first team, then you. You would see a lot of it, and like I said, Robinson and Trent would bounce off each other, and and whatever one would do, one would have to do better. Or it was it was brilliant, great change room, brilliant dressing room. Like I said, Blair, it might be, it might just be a bit of a disappointment for the first couple of minutes. Like it might be a bit pissed off, but it does it does bring the dress room closer, doesn't it? Oh yeah, you yeah you go to them. You know they they would do everything together. They go and they watch football together. They go nights out together. They they you know you you see them more than more than your family sometimes and um yeah it, 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 
it was you knew when to stay away but knew when to you could join in as well so doing obviously Swansea career you went you went abroad and only only first loan spell to um Ostersunds in the in the Swedish Premier League that must have been a real challenge for you because it's you know it's a lot of things you got to take into consideration there such as the language and the rest of it yeah it was yeah great place to go looking back now it, it was and really enjoyed it at the time um luckily for me I had uh, Scott Evans out there with me so you know you have, you have one of your one of your mates from back home one of the players from back home so that helped, that helped a lot and they make you feel so welcome it, it, you know you invite you around their house or invite you around for parties or they'd have and cook you meals and you know they would make you feel as if they know what we're going through do you know what I mean oh, it's going to be tough for them they've moved away from their family at such a young age and they helped us they massively massively yeah it was a great place to play one thing I did want to ask you was obviously the intensity out there. Did that how did that differ back home? Because you look at the English teams like Man City, Liverpool, is it? Um, it's more pressing than it, but yeah, technically it was obviously it was Swansea were better technically and the way they play and but they were fit, they were they were fit 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 boys like you know and um, where most perhaps it was let you have the ball over you out there it was just they would just go you know. They they were fit. That's where I've never been really a fit fit player that run all day really like. But that's where I found what it was out there. Technically, we were fine. Me and Scott were, you know, we we found it alright. But fitness wise, it was they were intense. Yeah. Did you expect that when you when you first went out there? Or was you just expecting the same um, Swansea? Yeah, just expecting the same. You know, you, you expect to be fit anyway. And I'm not saying Swansea weren't fit. They they were they were very fit. But um, just in matches, it was just totally different. Different, different field to it, you know. So, but yeah, good, great place. Like I said, great town, great, great place. And then you obviously joined Port Talbot as well. Then on your first spell at the club, if I've got my statistics right, you scored nine goals. I think it was about fourteen, fifteen games. Do you think you back to your best then and in, in in form? Um yeah, perhaps I yeah going back to Sweden, perhaps the fitness helped when I went to Sweden. Don't you know I mean when the training helped and because they concentrated a lot on the fitness and, um. It was, I remember, yeah, it was Kurt pulling me over. We were training on Portal, but then Tony Pennock, who was the Portal manager, was there. Um, said, would you mind going out on loan? And I thought, oh, Portal, you know. And I loved, loved it again. You know, I was still training every day with Swansea because Portal was part-time. And then the nights Portal would train, I, I was, um, I'd just go and train for them. But it was playing games on the weekend. I, I I was playing matches on the weekend, not you know, going train on Saturday morning if you're not on the Swansea squad, and then, and then back home. So I, I was I was playing, and that's what Kurt said to me. You know, you'd be you know hopefully you'd be playing matches like week in week out, um, and it helped a lot. Loved it there, great club again. I think when I when I look back at the stats as well, and I spoke to you about it. You had Martin Rose as well with you up top. What was what was that partnership like? Yeah, great, good play. I did you know let him do the. To the the ugly side of it, the didn't I? I don't think he lost his head at that year half the time. I just knew just run, just play off him. Um, and I'd like to see his assists actually for the goals I score because it was mostly off him, and and vice versa. You know, we just we just knew we got that understanding of of how each other play and um, and yeah, it, not only that, it was you, know, you had like Chad Bond there, Lee Lee Sermon there, um, Lee Devold who's played I don't know many games in the football league for Swansea and I. You no, know, we had a good we had a, we had a good squad there. So, but yeah, Rosie, good partnership with him at the time. 
not sure you had two spells of Portal, like I said earlier. How did, how did the first one differ in terms of four men compared to the other one following? Um, yeah, the club had changed massively. Some of the players were still there. Rosie was still there as well, but obviously we were both kicking on a bit. But yeah, no, it, we're, we're much different, really. Um, I think the Welsh League improved massively. You know, the teams you were playing against and... Um, the standard of football and it's, it's improving every year. It's getting better and better every year. You know, some top quality sides there now. But at the time, um, Potava going through money problems as well, which I think affected the playing squad as well, yeah. And then you went, went abroad again, didn't you, on the second spell? This yeah. time to Spain, um, did, he, did he expect that to be the same as Sweden? Or did he... um, yeah, a little bit. I remember, I remember Kurt pulling us again, me and Chad this time, me and Chad Bond uh, this time. And um, I, you know, going to Spain, and I was like, oh, no, do I really want that again? Um, obviously, f- Kurt said, we'll, oh, don't worry, boys, you'll, this time on Thursday, you'll be, um, you'll be on the beach somewhere. So I thought, oh, right, okay, perhaps, yeah, I'll have a chat to people around me and see if they think. He said, it's up to you, you know, if you want to go. But if you go, you go in tomorrow, basically. You pack your bags, you go in. Um... So I went thinking, yeah, you're going to be good. Packed, packed all my stuff. Turned up. Frozen. Lake was frozen. Over. Minus. And I thought, Spain? Are we in Spain? Packed all my summer gear, shorts and t-shirt because Kurt said we'd be by the pool <laughs> and on the beach. And it was a totally opposite. I hated it. I hated it out there. It was freezing cold. Um, weren't really playing, which which helps if you are playing. Um... Yeah, come come wait to get back home. I ate it. We, like I said, it was minus. Out there, it was freezing. The lake froze over. Um, we had to, the guy who picked us up from the airport, we had to phone him every time we wanted to order food because they couldn't speak a word of English. Um, I think it was because it was Roberto's home, hometown he was. Yeah, his parents still live there. and But yeah, they ate it. And and you mentioned Blair, obviously the language the language barrier. You said before we we're not on Arabia, but you said the Sweden they we spoke English. It, it yeah, was they, yeah, they spoke English. Like, like I said, the wait they didn't understand what we were, we didn't know what we were ordering. Like you know, so we had, like I said, phone phone the bloke up to see what we can have. Um, players would just turn up, training and go. Really, it was obviously they had jobs in the day, so they couldn't really um, couldn't really do much. So that and and that was our day. We would just be in the apartment. Go and train. Have food in our in the restaurant that one of the directors owned or something, and that was it. That was that was it for a month. That, that was our like in Sweden we go out play golf, go up, like I said around the lake and go on people's houses for parties and in Spain you just none of that. I was nowhere to go, no in shops to go and to go around, no clothes shopping or anything like that. We had because it was so cold and we packed all our summer gear. We had to go had to have a train into Barcelona, and me and Chad had to buy. Buy a few, uh, few clothes and to keep warm. So, it's just almost a challenge, I really. Yes. <laughs> phone Kurt. I remember phoning Kurt up. I said, I thought you were gonna, I thought we were gonna be by a beach. I said, it's nothing yet. I said, it's freezing, and he was laughing on the other end, like, and something we still laugh about now, and proper stitches up. I think. I think you we're gonna touch on your new book, Huntley Career. I think that's probably the most successful spell you've had in, in football. Um, you had a, cu- a couple of good years there, didn't you? Obviously. One proportion to the the conference south. Um, what what was I like to win here? Amazing, 
amazing side, amazing squad, amazing place. I loved Newport. Um, from the fans to the chairman, everything was was a great club to to play at at the time. Um, something I wouldn't expect. I I, I didn't expect uh, going down. I just thought, you know, conference south. Not nothing to conference, but I just thought I'd go down playing. And then the first game, I think it was Staines away or Braintree away. And Newport had Newport took two three hundred away with them. Just fit, just took over the ground. I was like, oh, you know, it's big club. You know, well well followed club. This, um, and then the week after we had Dover away, which is further again. Obviously, can't go no can't go no further now league than than Dover. And it was us and them. I I think I come six games in. We were at the top and it was early on, but we we were at the top. And Newport took about five hundred up to Dover, and then I thought, wow, this is this is something special, you know, to play. It made you feel good, to, you know, good to play, and um, and the club just went from strength to strength every game. Every game, the squad we had was was frightening, was frightening, and some of the boys, you know, some boys are playing football league now, and to no surprise. Um, but yeah, Dean Oldsworth, the manager, you know, like I said, been played great, you know, top level for so many years. But yeah, Newport is somewhere I, I, I love and always speak highly of, and will always be forever with me. Like you know, so yeah, it was fantastic. Looking back, that promotion was the start of something with the new bot when it was sort of bring that was uh, the first step in but you know, getting back in the football league really, wasn't it? Yeah, but halfway through the year we thought, um around Christmas time and we I think the season was over. The season was over then. We won we we won the league. We were going to places and like I said, the squad we had Gary Warren, Paul Cochran, Chris Todd, Jamie Collins, Danny Rose. Sam Foley, Charlie Henry, Craig Reed, Scotty Rogers. It, it, it was unbelievable, unbelievable ta- uh, that squad. Um, and we met up going just before the coronavirus kicked in. Now um, we met up because it was the ten year uh, anniversary of of us winning the league. And they were playing the footage on the video in in the pub we were in. They were playing 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 our season. And. You don't know how good it was. You you knew it was good, but when you look back and you see some of the goals Craig Reed scored and Sam Foley scored, and it was unbelievable. No, Craig Reed scored thirty five goals that year in a, in that at that level was yeah it was brilliant and I loved every moment. The connection I had with the fans as well, just myself was was um, was unbelievable. It was it was fantastic. It was yeah. You said there were the connection with fans and. I've seen it. club you've been at, especially in Merth, how close to all the fans now, not just at the ground, but if you pass them in the town or wherever, you're always really close to them, but you had something special in Newport, didn't you? Yeah, well, I remember going back after my second spell and we'd done the warm-up and uh, I was on the bench and the dugouts were opposite side in, in Spitty Park by the athletics track. And I walked on, walked around the pitch on my own, just with my pads and just walking over because the boys in the tunnel ready and the announcer said, welcome back in front of everyone. And you look over and you had 3,000, 4,000 saying, I was like, oh, I must have done, no, I must have done something. Okay, you were my first spell. And they they were unbelievable. 
Spitty Park, two and a half, three thousand every week. You know, is is a credit not not a credit to the club, but a credit to the boys as well, the, the players, and yeah, it was amazing. I think looking back, is looking at the stats a couple of weeks ago. I don't think you lost many games at Spitty no, Park. And, that was almost a focus, um, really, wasn't it? Dino was with put on the group because we still got our group going. Um, he put on the group. Uh, when Liverpool lost, they lost to someone and they couldn't get over the hundred points. So he put on the group. It was a bit of banter going on, and he said, um, "Hundred three points." Um, just remember how special this group was, and like I said, no, they obviously Premier League higher standard. But no matter what standard you play, to have hundred three points in one league uh, in one season is. Is something special, yeah, and and he, and he's and he's right, you know. No matter what standard you play at, I think we only lost two games that year, and one of them was Thurrock after we won the league. So I think we were a bit hungover, a bit like Liverpool. I was at the Liverpool one, yeah. Um, so we, I think we were a bit still hungover. So um, yeah, we didn't lose many. And and the second spell you had was the second season after, wasn't it? Yeah, and obviously in the conference then, um, I, I think it was a momentum. And like I said, the quality was there, so we knew we wouldn't be, you know, we would, we'd roll our own, at least. Um, but then Dino left to go to all the short route in the Football League. Again, higher standard, you can't blame anyone for going. And I think that disrupted the boys a bit. You know, there was speculation of Reedy going, um, Gary Warren going, and, and a few other players. And uh, Tim Harris took over, caretaker, um, always going to be in our job. Done well. We still done well, and I think we missed the playoffs by a point. Or it might have been goal difference. It, it, it was that close, and we 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 just missed out on the playoffs. And I believe if you know if if Dean was was there or done a season, I think we could have. Well, we I, we would have made we would have at least made the playoffs. Yeah. I so said obviously looking back, and probably would have been frustrating. Obviously not getting the football league, but did the feeling would have proved a point to Swansea and getting back in the football league, but as a, as a first team player as well then. Um. Yeah, no, not 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 as so much proof of point. They were all, you know, Swansea. I'd still go and train with them um, when Newport weren't training and things like that. And you know, they were the first ones to ask how was it going, what's it going. So Swansea, it, it weren't like a, a proof wrong. It, it's obviously myself just set my myself goals and standards really. Um, just want to prove to myself that I, you know, you and as a footballer you should just play as high as you can. Um, and but yeah, not not so much prove someone wrong, but. Just, just yourself, really. I know. Obviously, you went to Nice, and you took a break from non-league football back in the Welsh Premier League. Um, yeah, I think your first game was in Europa League, wasn't it? Yeah, Europa League. We they qualified for the Europa League the year before, um, and yeah, it was in. Uh, we went out Norway in Olsen's. Um, didn't know much. Obviously, didn't know much about. I'm just going in. Didn't know much about Neath really at the time. Knew obviously knew some of the players. Um, but yeah, it was experience. They were, you know, Premier Norway Premiership side and a top side. Just see the way they play and the way the way they go about it was was they were head and shoulders above us, way above, way better than us. And but a good experience for for the club and a good experience for for the boys. So the preparation must have been different because you know if, if you play like say you know Bala, TNS, where we just knock on the score highlights and you can. have luck with the strengths and weaknesses. But yeah, I, I guess you're entering the unknown. Really, I think it was Craig Hughes, Guppy. I remember him texting us, oh boys, we've drawn these and then sending us a link in for YouTube. He knows this he knows he done his bit of uh, research on them and sent them to the boys, but you know, you can't you can't go by 
video clips, you know, and, and things. It, it was just go out there, just do what you got to do. Um, and yeah, it was tough, but they were, they were quality side, quality side, yeah. Do you feel proud looking back or playing it like, you know, obviously not going to play against the likes of Arsenal, Liverpool or whatever, but do I actually say, looking back, look, I played in that competition now, you must look back and think, that yeah, no, some achievement. Yeah, you do. I got, no, I don't have any regrets playing football, probably. Um, because I left Newport then, I got offered to go back to Newport or Neath, and I said it should be a no-brainer. You know Newport every day of the week, but there was obviously new manager coming in. He, I remember speaking to him, and I th- he said along the lines of, um, "Oh look, you're not going to be playing every week," and I was like, "Hold on, just had a great, just won the year, the conference south the year before, and then went up, done well in the conference, and then to say, and I, I just wanted to be playing and Neath." Neath offered me a four-year contract, um, and up, up until then it was always every year rolling every year. So I wanted a bit of stability in my life as well. You know, you're looking to buy a house there, and you're looking to you know, start a family or whatever it is. You want you want to be financially better off, and you know, like fifty-two weeks a year, four-year contract. Obviously, I didn't want to leave Newport, but I, I could not. Especially what the manager said to me as well at the time, uh, I couldn't, I, I couldn't turn that down, you know. And I thought, unfortunately, it didn't last long. But you know, you don't think of that at the time. Do you think it would have stayed longer the four years then if obviously didn't go into administration? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, we training on Trafalgar. It was on my doorstep as well. Um, you know, short over there. The, it was, it, no, it was, a, it was a great contract. It was a nice contract. But um, yeah, and like I said, who knows in football? Like, they had money problems. I could have gone somewhere else, perhaps. I, you know, you 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 never you never know in football. So I could have had like like an injury now that I've got now, and I'm played for eight months and I'm out for another six months. So you know, would need the I would have been I would have been paid. I would have been looked after. Like so, that that's another thing I would take into to account as well. Every year, you you, you know, where am I going to be at, or what club, or who's going to ring me, or who am I going to speak to. So it was nice to get a bit of stability in my life, but got them to leave Newport and it was the hardest decision I've ever had to make, yeah. Did you feel back at home and East End? Because you had, like, I think, a child bond with you, you had Lee Trundle back. I think yeah, you had Maddie, well, but... Maddie Collins, um, Fowler, Ian Ilya, you know, I, they were all at Neath. Um, so I knew, knew them anyway, um, played with a lot and against a lot of them. Um, obviously, I, I was close to. The manager and assistant Andy Dyer and Ray Pernock. Um But then when I signed, they left. So I actually signed with Andy Dyer the second spell. But then he left, and they brought Terry Boyle in and Nico, which I, I, I didn't know. I, I obviously knew knew of them. Um, played against Nico's sides before, but you know, I was a bit gutted when Ray and Ray and Andy left because I signed as well when when they were there. So. Um, but like I said, to move on, things things happen. You don't know what's around the corner. And obviously, following the the spell and Ethiopia release from Swansea officially, and was that was that tough to take? Um, yeah, it was because you've been there for so long. But the older you get, the more you realise. You know, I, I'm not. I'm. I'm. Brendan. When it was Brendan who released me, but like the the two with Roberto, Souza and and Brendan. Um, three totally different opinions on the club like with Roberto we wouldn't train with the first team we'd go down train 
Um, it'll be six of us in the corner. The young boys doing possession, passing drill. You know, what can you do with six, you know? Um, and the first team training over there. I, 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 people think, oh, you're Swansea, you're Swansea. I couldn't wait to get out on loan because I was doing that same with Alan Curtis, same day, same thing every day. And then they call you over to do set plays and, bing, and I was like, you know, that's not, that's not, I had a good relationship with Graham Jones, the, the system manager. I had a good relationship with Roberto, he's, 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 you know, he's a gentleman, like he's a top guy, but my time there was, weren't, weren't great. I wanted to be in training with the third, I wanted to be, you know, it's obviously going to make you better players, play, player playing with all them and training with all them week in, week out. So I thought that was a bit, you know, Bit, bit, bit down going training the boys with Kurt to speak to Kurt and uh, probably if it weren't for Kurt God knows what would have happened because we're speaking to him every day and he's getting us motivated to keep us going um, and then Souza come in who who I thought liked me obviously I mean, my dad went to Souza so I, I was on a good start then early on in the season in and out the, in and out the squad on the bench a few times obviously played a few times um, and I believe if he didn't go perhaps well, who knows? You could have had I could have had a few more years at Swansea, but um, I said at the start of this, you know, I was, had a bit of luck. Also, you need a bit of luck then when um, when you get older. And yeah, manager like me and Souza, but then he left, and then Rogers come in. Um, we're gonna play the cup game under him. Uh, it was unbelievable, you know, with the way he goes about it, his training, his spot on, what he has, he's ready, he's organised. He knows what he wants, um, but then he, he he pulled me in and and said, "Oh look, you're you're twenty three now, twenty four. Do you think you are going to be? You know, you you're not in my plans really. Which I would have rather Roberto say that years ago, and then perhaps I had four or five years, perhaps at someone like Newport or whatever, or even longer, hopefully. Um, but." I'd rather someone be honest with me like that than know, look, I'm not on his plans. You go and sort your career out somewhere else. And he was like saying, look, don't to, I'll, I'll help you out as much as I can. I'll run clubs for you, which is great. And then, but yeah, I'd, he was honest. He was, he was going to remember going up to Liverpool and with Joe to watch Joe play and bumping into him. And, you know, he's a gentleman, great guy. And um, yeah, it's those three different managers that I had totally different views on my career with so um, yeah it's good you mentioned honesty but obviously honesty in football is massive but if you'd got told the, the two years obviously prior do you think you would have preferred that because you could have got the Newport maybe full time you've got a different club full time yeah well I I like to think I would have signed for someone like Newport after doing well on loan and um, and then you'd have known that's you know that's, that's your club but the stability that you're there for two or three years or whatever um, and going back to the chat I had with, the, with Anthony Edson, who was the Newport manager then, um, when he said, oh, look, I don't know if you're going to be around or what I would think. Um, it's only, it was only a year's contract, so that, that was an, another part of it. Um, but yeah, he was, but again, Anthony Edson was honest. He told me. He told me straight away, and you, you know you can live with that, but instead of someone telling you, oh, you, you, you're great, you're amazing, what you're doing, you're, you're good at what you're doing. I, like I, but I knew I was top goal scoring reserves every reserve game I was scoring goals for reserves and just knew I weren't going to 
there was no welcome, there was no welcome again. But um, obviously changed manager and thankfully have a game. Going back to getting released, you see a lot of players these days, probably younger, they, would, they get told every year you're going to be the, the best, the next best thing, and the future captain, whatever. What was it after you got released that sort of kept you motivated, kept you sort of positive, really? Um, yeah, good people around me, good good friends, good family and friends around me, and you know they just keep you, you know, it's not the end of the world. There's, there's hundreds of thousands of kids like me every year that get released from clubs, so you know it's hard to take. First week or two, so you're either you're either down in the dumps or dust yourself off and just get on with it. Um, the older you get, the more you think like just go and play and enjoy it. It's, going, it's not a long career. Just go and just go and enjoy football, no matter where it is. What I was going to ask you is obviously since you come out of the professional footballing world, you played for many many uh, non-league clubs. What was the hardest thing you found going back into non-league from the professional environment? Because um. I find the lower you go, the harder it is, if, if, that, if that makes sense. Obviously, you've got a better quality around you in, in, in football league and all that, and you're training with them week in, week out, uh, day in, day out. And um, it, is, it is hard, the pitches are better, you know, the pitches are better. Um, you get a bit more time on the ball. Um, non-league is tough, people, people say about non-league, it's, it's an hard, hard, hard standard to go on. Um, yeah. It, it, it was tough. It, it, was, it was tough, but when I come to Merthyr, uh, when I went to Neath, when I went to Bath, they, they like to try and play football. So it was coming out with that background of Swansea, so it, uh, you could adapt. It was easier for me to adapt to. You mentioned Bath. There. You joined Merthyr from Bath in in two thousand thirteen. Was that an easy decision to move back home, or did it take a lot of consideration? Because um, coming up with the personal background, you saw sort of no Bath again. Were the mindset then? Bath, massive, massive club in that area. You know, and um, lovely ground. Um, good old fashioned, good old fashioned, and great people there. Um, a great squad. Luckily, it was a few from from Merthyr Cardiff that would travel up, so I went on my own. I think we had five of us overall going up. Um, but I believe that Bath at the time, if they had the right coaching staff and management, then they could have gone on to to achieve something. Because um, Bath came up with Newport from the Conference South, they won the playoffs that year. We won it, and they were they they were a decent side and. But I thought my time at Bath, if they had the right management and coaching, they would have, they would have, um, they would have achieved something and gone on bigger and better things. I, I believe anyway. But um, great time, but no, it was easy decision to come back home. Anyway. And you had a really successful spell, didn't you? The first you come back to Merthyr, Danny Cart and Gary Shepherd signed you. Obviously, you had a disappointing losing the playoffs as well last season. Was would I imagine that was just a take on it? Yeah. And, Walking into a great, um, a great squad. I remember speaking to Stevie about Merth. I always ring him after the game, whatever, and how they get on. And speaking to Willow, and he said, "Oh, can I look at him when you come up to see him?" Now well, he's good, he's good. And you speak about players, and he was right. You know, you had, you know, Leaky, Ryan Newman, Tubbsy. You know, we, good. We had a great, great squad, and probably underachieved. I know we lost in the playoff final, but. We should have walked our league easy. We should have walked our league. Um, don't know what it was, um, but you know that, that's football, and we believe we 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 should have won it. You know, not not that it was easy, but the playoffs we didn't. Perhaps we took it too lightly. We were just going to win. It was at home, but Poulton come down and done a job on us, and you know done a professional job, and they deserve they deserved it on that day, and 
it's a one-off game and you can't couldn't put it right and unfortunately we're in the same league but like when you're saying back from Earth, you obviously come from playing a high level in the conference and and with Swansea was a lot of competition in places then um yeah yeah, yeah it was yeah um as I said the the boys we had were, were decent boys you know trailers going 25 every year you know it's it's, it's his record is is unbelievable, and you were just it's just a different level. So that's all it is. You still play with boys that are still scoring twenty goals. You still assist in this. You still keep it. The keeper still keeping clean sheets, and you still got to work as hard as 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 you can. And, and places were you know some weeks you're on the bench, rightly so, and some weeks you'd be starting. That's a good thing with Shep and Danny. They they did tend to mix it around a bit. Yeah. And when I was speaking to Danny Carter a couple weeks ago, you were saying about how much of advantage the three G pitch was last season when he first started. He yeah. said that he said that you. I don't think he lost the game all season, bar the the playoff final. Bar the playoff, yeah, we didn't lose at home all year. Um, but then it was just similar to I was I, the way we are now. We go and lose to someone at the at the bottom of the league, or you know, that, that you think we should turn over comfortably. But um, yeah, we went all season unbeaten, and, and um, Carts and 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 Shep. And the players, actually, I think we believed that we had enough, <laughs> we had more than enough, to compete in the league above as well. And it was just, a, just a thing of getting out to the, getting out of that league. But like I said, it's one off game. Poulton done a job on us, and I still speak to some of the boys now from Poulton because I was at um, Mangas Field with them, and they still remind me of every year they have a memory on their phone, and they, they still send it to me. But um, yeah, you either, you either let it affect you or. Come back next season bigger and stronger, and thankfully we did. Was that a sign of relief almost? And winning the league the following season after the yeah, it reminded me a bit of Newport because it was over. I think it was over in the new year. You know, we knew we were gonna we were gonna win that league. Um, it it was it was because we knew we were we were we were way better than what than than, than what that league was. But you're there for a reason. You got you've got to win it. You got to perform. Um, and yeah, we won it comfortably in the end. And you obviously won silverware with many other clubs, Dan Merthyr. Did it feel even more special with Merthyr because obviously you're a Merthyr boy, it's your own club? And yeah, it did. Um, and that's the thing, you know, playing for your local club, you you do well as they praise new in, in in the pubs or wherever, and you're out for a pint and they praise you, but they, then they're quick enough to tell you. And rightly so, that you, you, we didn't perform, like, you know, and there's no getting away from it when you when it's local um and it mean it means so much to 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 the fans and and the people of Merthyr it it does and it's yeah, it's they a it's they a Premier League club because they they follow us away week in week out um they pay they 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 money the same as anyone else at any other club so yeah it it was special it was special obviously um Cart and Danny were there which it would have been nice to uh, sorry, Carts and Shep were in there, so it would be nice for them to to be here. Uh, they were both here as players, and it would be nice for them to win promotion as 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 coaches as well. I I kept this little surprise here as well. Then. I'm gonna ask you to name your uh, ultimate five side um, team that you just mentioned before. Some of the players you played with, not just the Swansea, but when you put as well, who would fit in your side then? Oh, wow, just five. Well, you, can, you can do a Newport and Swansea one. Oh, it, okay, so. yeah, do a Newport and Swansea one. Okay, um, Swansea would be De Vries, 
Ashley Williams. Oh, see Ashley Williams, Gary Monkers, Tatey, good to know. Good players, were not they? Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. Um, gotta go for Ashley Williams. What he, you know, what he, what, what he's done. Um, Leon Britton, Andy Robinson, and obviously Trent's up front. Um, but then you leave the lights off. Tatey out, Joe Allen out, um, Gary Monk out, Leon Knight out. Leon Knight probably, well, if not the best finisher I've ever seen, you know, to leave him um, to see what he'd done in his short spell at Swansea. But yeah, that would be the five for me. Uh, Newport, um, Glynn, Thompson in goal, Gary Warren, Danny Rose, Sam Foley, Craig Reed. That would be my... Um, Danny Rose, Sam Foley, Craig Reedy's finishing um, was was frightening, unbelievable finisher, um, and a bit like 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 trailer here. You, we knew we knew we were going away, not winning, but we knew if it was nil nil, one of them two are going to have a chance, and they would put it away, and we'd come back. We, former say that might might not have been great, but we knew them boys were going to come up and score one or two goals at the end, and. They, yeah, to read you is finishing was unbelievable. But them two sides, that'll be a good five five side to be honest. Is it would go you got like Trundle and Robinson. They the managers would tell you to have a drink and they got to have the ball at their feet. They 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 doing tricks or they doing something. They wouldn't have a drink. They they'd be pinging the ball back and forth, playing two touch. He had to have a ball at his feet. Transit and you know and just like a big kid really. Yeah, he's like, he, he was. He was he, he was like you couldn't stop him. You couldn't get him in and. Um, he just loves football and it's no surprise that he's still playing now at the age of what, 40, 42, 43 whatever he's still playing he might be older actually don't tell him that but uh, he might be older than that but just loves playing football just, and it's no surprise that he's still playing now and still still probably hungry and, and willing to to succeed even at that age now and you know it's no surprise and Shelley still although he's still playing at a tidy level he's still got the same quality as well oh he? yeah, yeah you never take that quality he's obviously how long his legs can go for now, and but <laughs> if he's fifty five, his legs he can still he can still move. He'll, he'll still be playing. Like you know, I guarantee you that. Um, and he was just, you know, to play with players like that. Um, another one that Swansea fairly border who, unfortunately, had two knee injuries. Um, it would have been interesting to see where he, because he was an unreal player, unbelievable player. Perhaps his attitude on times was. Was a little bit let him down, but as as far as quality goes, he was he was he was he was up there with the best. And um, two bad injuries, he done his first knee. We saw fragments, and then his first game. I remember I was on duty as a youth team player. Eight minutes in, his first game back, he done his other one, one thing, and that, and that was it. Then it was it was a shame, and you know seeing him in tears in the change rooms and in the physio room, he was. You know, and it was a shame because he was he was he was that good, yeah. And finally, just before the EBB, um, still playing for Merthyr now, and hopefully we we'll see you on the back, but uh, I'm back on the field very soon. But obviously you got your own your own soccer school, and you're doing a lot of coaching with the Saints, doing obviously your recovery period. Is that something you're looking to go into? Obviously after you after yeah, your it is. Career, um, um, yeah, first of all, I I started up the soccer school. Me and me and Matty Addis, um there was just nothing in the butter going back. Even when I was growing up, we, we never went to to camps or, or coaching camps. And we just thought, oh, look, it, 
as a there's a place in the market for it i think um so we started that up yeah we you know having a, a lot of kids every week and you know see them some of the players even seven eight years of age and some of the stuff they could do now with the football is is, is frightening and like I say, that'll be only good for Merth and, that, and that's our thing hopefully we can feed to to the grassroots football in the local area and then hopefully lead to Merth and hopefully other things you know no we don't have to stop there um, and yeah with the Saints um, it was when I did my knee I, I was just sitting in the house on a Saturday and, and Reese was doing the coach on his own at the time so I asked him if he needed a hand and he said yeah cool. we'd love you to come up and you know I'm really Really looking forward to it as well. Obviously, for my main aim is obviously to get back out on the pitch playing for Merthyr. But how long I got left, I don't know. Thirty two now this year, so how long I got left playing is who knows. Who knows? I'm will I you know? Will I get back the same I was again? I, you you don't know. But uh, I'll give it a go, and and if not, hopefully I have something, something in the background then coaching wise. I think I wrapped this up, us. Um, thank you very much. Really is. No problem. Been good to speak to you, but hopefully we'll see you back on the pitch. Uh, yeah, really hopefully. Soon. Hopefully, pleasure.